G'day teabaggers, it's Will here, just a couple of things up the top. Uh, firstly, this is an episode that was meant to go up a week ago, as you'll tell from the the time. We're talking about the uh, 200th live episode at Nerd Melt happening uh, that night. That was a week ago. Thank you to everybody who came to that. It was amazing to have so many people there. Such an amazing crowd. Uh, thank you to the people who had travelled uh, from so far away, from Perth, from New York, from all over the country. It was... It was uh, amazing, and thank you to all our wonderful, wonderful guests. Uh, Dave Anthony, Matt Kirshen, uh, Gareth Reynolds, Jen Kirkman, and today's guest on the podcast, Daniel Sloss. All were magnificent, all just so brilliant and so funny, weaving a show out of nothing. And uh, I am so grateful uh, to them for the work they've put into the show and the thing that they've helped me create, and it was a real celebration of it. Uh, thank you to everybody who came to the show. Thank you to people who maybe came for the first time and are now listening here for the first time. Welcome to the podcast. Uh, the last five episodes have all been the guests from that show. So if you're a new listener from the live show and uh, you want to go back and check out some episodes, you can see all the guests you saw on the 200th. Uh, the 200th did record, which is good news. So uh, uh, hopefully I'll be able to put that up when we actually get up to episode 200. That's a little while away now. Uh, also in this, of course, uh, and that is, of course, if I don't manage to lose the 200th episode, because as most of you will know, some of you will know, maybe none of you know, some of you know, uh, I have, I lost a few episodes of the podcast. Well, well, I, yes, here's the thing. I lost like seven episodes of the podcast. Uh, there was a Ronnie Chang episode, uh, Adam Rosenbach's, Andy Peters, a couple of Charlie episodes, um, the live one from Melbourne last year. Uh, basically, I lost our entire TOEFOP uh, folder. Now, I have gone to someone to get the uh, uh, files retrieved, uh, which is actually why this podcast didn't go up last week. My computer was in getting uh, the files retrieved. So I have now everything that was there on a hard disk. I just have to go through and see if I can actually find the podcast in there. Uh, unfortunately, at the moment, I don't really have time to do that because I'm uh, deep in the woods working on my stand-up shows. In fact, uh, if you're listening to this today and you're in LA, you should come out tonight to see David Anthony and I and Gareth Reynolds uh, doing stand-up comedy at the Steve Allen Theatre. Uh, that's uh, Monday. It's Monday here today in LA. And uh, basically, Dave's going to run his hothead show. Uh, Gareth's going to do some stand-up. And I'm going to do the... Well, I mean, the first run of anything that'll be in free will. It won't be a run of free will. I'm not at that stage yet, but... Uh, but, you know, like it'll be certainly a run of some ideas and some directions. And, and these things are fun. Like if you've never seen me do one of these before and if you're in L.A., you probably never have seen me do one of these before. Uh, they're, they're often some of the most fun shows because obviously I'm discovering the ideas and the jokes and the, the angles and the stuff at the same time. So you'll see me crash a bit, but uh, you get to see some fun stuff. They're really fun shows. So uh, if you're looking for something fun to do tonight, come out and see that. And of course, uh, you can actually see the show itself oh, very soon. Two weeks until I'm in Adelaide as part of the Adelaide uh, Fringe Festival. I'm playing the Garden of Unearthly Delights with my free will show, my only Adelaide shows for 2015. So get in for those. Uh, the week after that, I will be at the Brisbane Comedy Festival, my only Brisbane shows for 2015. And then, of course, the Melbourne International Comedy Festival, I'll be at the Comedy Theatre, Free Will. Uh, now, last year, uh, the shows at the Comedy Theatre all sold out, and we're playing the same venue. So you know what that means. Get in, buy a ticket. Uh, oh, we are doing some extra shows. We're doing Saturday matinees. I should mention that. Saturday matinees. So uh, there is a matinee show on Saturday if you like a, a show that's earlier in the day. Maybe you go and see some other shows. Maybe you go and see a sporting event. You have a dinner or something. Or maybe uh, I get a lot of emails and stuff from people in the country who like the 
the matinee shows because uh, you get to travel down. So, uh, yes, there are Saturday matinee shows during the Melbourne International Comedy Festival. I've got heaps of other things to plug as well, but I'm not going to plug them too much right now. I do want to... um, uh, one more t- time, say thank you to everyone uh, who came to the 200th, who publicised the 200th. It was really exciting, uh, you know, to kind of have this party for this imaginary radio show. And uh, secondly, well, for a thing that isn't even meant to exist, I guess that's the the, the most interesting thing, to celebrate 200 episodes of Fofop, this podcast that wouldn't have really existed if uh you know the original podcast if charlie hadn't had had to leave that first time and you know i think it's just probably just a great example of how when things uh go wrong when things uh you know at their darkest which it was you know when we uh when charlie and i uh had to break up tofop originally it was it was pretty sad times and i thought the podcast was over and then uh this new thing fofop grew out of it and now Tofob's back as well. So now I have them both. And of course, uh, my other podcast, Willosophy, Glenn Robbins is the, the most recent guest on that. If you haven't checked that out, uh, that's, that's really fun as well. So anyway, I mean, I, it, look, I'm not going to bang on too much. But we got, we've got T-shirts and posters. So uh, if you want the, the Fofengers poster, uh, James Fosdyke's Redbubble page, which is the place for all the posters and stuff from the podcast. Or if you want the T-shirt, a story. Uh, it's up at a story at the moment. It's a cool T-shirt. That's the way to support the podcast. You guys know how it works. All right, I'm not going to bang on for too much longer. Oh, oh, I do want to mention that Charlie's got a podcast as well. Uh, that's awesome with Charlie Clawson. Uh, Jules Lund was the first episode. Uh, they tell a very funny story that I did not know from my birthday party. And uh, I remember part of the incident. If, you, if you've heard it, uh, you, that'll make sense. And the second one with Jules, who's, of course, been a former guest, Charlie, is excellent as well. So check that out. Uh, that's awesome with Charlie Clawson. There you go. All right, there are the plugs. Uh, this is Daniel Sloss. If you like it, make sure you hit him up on Twitter and tell him about it. And... Uh, Stay tuned because, of course, you'll be back for the big 200th uh, whenever that is. Uh, all right. Cheers, guys. See ya. The following episode of Fofop is classified MA. It contains some coarse language, some nudity, drug references, a sex scene, time travel, terrible Batman impersonations, a Charlie Clausen pronounced Clausen-shaped hole, and mild coarse language. Fofop advises that the program is not suitable for persons under the age of 15 and minors must be accompanied by an adult guardian or priest. This is John Deke speaking. Everyone relax. This is Tofop. (laughs) Ironically, I'm not relaxed. (laughs) Hello and welcome to Fofop. I'm Will Anderson and uh, returning guest Charlie Clawson. He will be, of course, at the show tonight. At Nerd Melt, if you're listening to this on the day that it came out, uh, the Fofengers show, uh, of course, uh, Dave Anthony, the Hulk in the Fofengers poster, uh, I am a Captain Australia. Uh, and of course, uh, Matt Kirshen is Iron Man, the science guy. Uh, we have Gareth Reynolds uh, as Hawkeye, of course. We have Jen Kirkman as Black Widow. It's not just because she's the only woman, and that's the only woman in the Avengers. And of course, we have Thor, Daniel Sloss. How are you, sir? I'm good. Who are you? Uh, I'm terrible. I just <laughs> lost. I just like literally 20 minutes before you came here, I was sorting through my computer and I was going to like put some things together. And I just went, hey, hang, where's my, where's my uh, podcast folder? I have a folder on my computer that has everything, like all the receipts, yep. all the notes, 
all the art, all the letters that anyone has ever sold us, and seven unrecorded, uh, like unpublished um, podcasts. Yeah. <clears throat> Who's and, were the unpublished ones? Okay, so two, <gasps> two with Charlie. I know okay. you're, you're pretty broken up by the news. I, I can am tell. distraught. Uh, so cha- two with Charlie, uh, the original host. Um, I found. I found one and a half of those. <laughs> Luckily enough, I just had a, a one and a half of those still floating around in another okay, file. So you, were you just going to like splice them together? Well, I could just play like the first hour we did, the, the first episode we did, and yeah. then the second half of, of the second episode, and just see if anyone notices. Well, it's the kind shift of... in conversation. Because I'll be honest, every time I've done this podcast, it's always been such an eclectic group of conversations that we never finish anything. We always. It's always go for a thousand trains of thoughts that I reckon you could splice it together. It's a good point. All I have to do is take out the bit where we go, so we were talking about, and just like go yeah. bang, and yeah, I'm yeah. into it. I shouldn't have told people. You should, yeah, yeah, yeah. See if anyone notices and they get free tickets too. I don't. Uh, I had an episode with Adam Rosenbachs. Now, we'd been talking, all my, we all went to Bali for. Uh, for Christmas and New Year, because yeah. uh, our friend Limo, who's a comedian, uh, who's also been on this show before, uh, was getting married. Is in from Axis Lee Nemo? No, no. no okay. uh, but he, um, anyway, really funny comedian. But Rosie uh, has anaphylaxis and uh, ate a um, peanut on the wedding night and ended up in a Balinese hospital all night. Wait, nearly like, dying. Like, ah, peanut. Well, it was on the back of like a chip. There was like peanuts on the back of a chip and he took one bite and then bang, he was swelling up in hospital and they were going to give him a tracheotomy. And so he came on the podcast and told that story, which is an excellent, excellent story. Jesus. It goes for about 70 minutes. Wow. Hopefully you will hear it one day. <laughs> yeah. Because because now it's almost as if he died. Right. Oh, yeah. Right. <laughs> Had he died and you lost it, it would have been much worse. Like, oh. that's the last thing he ever did. And I was like, oops, sorry. Sorry, I deleted, sorry, I deleted a folder by accident. <laughs> I don't know what happened. I emptied my trash and everything fucking went. Sorry about that. Oh. Uh, so, you, do you have a Mac, though? Yeah, I have a Mac. See, I I had a Mac and I... People, I changed to, I got Microsoft Surface. I'm not sponsored by them or anything. But the reason I changed back, and people go, but Macs are better. My Mac literally caught fire on my lap. <laughs> literally caught fire. Well, I was sat down and I was watching a Chuck Norris video. Uh-huh. I just weirdly, this, I, this I just is very remember. manly already. Yeah. Though. And it just caught fire. Like, I just I went, and then smoke came up through the thing. And I was like, well, that's not. Good. No. Like, that's not what it's meant to do. No, nah, it's definitely not meant to catch like, a fire. Yeah, bonus feature. Yeah. Like, I mean, there are many jokes, firewall, etc., etc. We could do all those gags. We right. won't. We're, we won't? Will we? Well, we can't. If you think about it, <laughs> <jump in. laughs> I was yeah. going to say we're better than that. But then, right. while I was saying that, I ran through all the options in my head was like, Maybe there might be some good ones. But right. I also, it. you know, by the way, like this podcast will probably never be heard by anyone. So you might yeah, as well. Yeah, going to delete it. Yeah, burn material. <laughs> Sorry, burn material. Yeah. Uh, so It caught fire and I took it into the Apple store to yeah. see the fucking geniuses. And uh, I said, look, you don't need to be a genius to work this out. Yeah, it hey, caught fire. It's what? not meant to. Yeah. Oh, you know what? I don't, I'm not sure I even need an appointment with a genius. <laughs> yeah. Do you have just like a dumb guy who yeah. realizes that like, computers aren't meant to be on fire? Yeah, he's the one going, oh, it's not meant to do that. Oh, thank you so thank much. You. I'm glad I waited four hours for this appointment. <laughs> but he sat there and he was like, what, did you spill anything on it? And I was like, no. And he took it back and he's like, yeah, like basically... And I, he said, oh, some, I mean, this happens when, like, there gets liquid in this little bit here. And I was like, I didn't spell anything. He's like, well, you must have done. And I jokingly was just like, maybe it's cum. Right. And he went, yeah, no, that happens a lot. Dry cum. And I was like. Extremely flammable. <laughs> yeah, apparently yep. the most common cause of this is 
some people are jizzing on their laptops right. like animals. And then just leaving it. And then just leaving it. That's the really animalistic bit. <laughs> like, just... I mean, the first bit might be a mistake. Yeah. <laughs> the, the first bit might be, you know, friendly fire. It yeah. wasn't where you were aiming, do you know what I mean? But the second bit, who, the people who just go, oh, well, yeah, that'll, okay. that'll just soak in, I suppose. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure nothing can go wrong with this, right? But it just, like, I, I was just his assumption that, I mean, it definitely wasn't cum. I'm a very clean masturbator. Okay, sure. I have a weird thing about my own cum in that if it touches me, it ruins my day. Right. Really, and it's... Well, a, that's potential babies. You don't want to, like, leak a potential baby into your computer. Yeah. No, even if it just touches, like, if it's... Uh, I, Although, that maybe that's how the machines will take over. That's the singularity. That somebody will jizz into their computer and the computer will get sentient life. If I'm pretty sure you've just described the plot of the next Terminator film. Right. <laughs> <laughs> like, I'm pretty sure. I've not seen it yet. Right. But if we sit in the cinema and just... It's what John Connor jizzing in and then Arnie coming out of it. Right, the Sperminator. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, there is a new Terminator film when he's old now. How, right. How are they explaining that? Uh, Why, since when do robots age? I can't wait for them to explain that. Yeah. That's literally from seeing the preview of the new movie. That yeah. is the thing that I'm most looking forward to. Is yeah, the bit on. where they explain why the robot looks really old now. <laughs> <laughs> it's like a really advanced feature. We just we brought in an aging process. Yeah, but why? Why? Why would you? What's the point of that? Like, surely the one thing about good thing about being a robot, apart from you know, vibrator penis. Right invincibility essentially is the fact that you don't age and look like a melting hippo no it's a, i mean i think that's a fair point and i can't wait to see them explain that i don't think they are i really all right so th- there was uh so your computer uh, caught on fire yes. mine is also an, a, a mac because they are computers for idiots but they are giant moron buttons but here's the thing like obviously they're not idiot proof no. Because someday today, some my fucking TOEFOP file has yep. jumped into my trash and I've erased it. Like yep. I like to think that's an editorial decision. Maybe because I'm in the we're in we're in San Francisco. Yes, we're near Apple. Oh, okay. do you know what I mean maybe it's is like, this where Apple is? It's, yeah, it's maybe oh. it's like a reverse U two thing. Like you know, maybe like you know how they put you two in everybody's computers. Maybe yeah, they're yeah. taking my podcast oh, out God, of computers. Yes. Like they're just really big fans, right. and, they, <laughs> and they couldn't wait for the release date. Oh, I would be fine if all those podcasts, if like when the new iPhone comes out, it it's comes straight. with a bonus Ronnie Chang episode. <laughs> Did you have Ronnie Chang on? Oh, he was so good too, Daniel. He's, he's, I know he's back easy. in town next week. Right, but that's no fucking good to me. Mm-hmm. Like I had this podcast that I've already co- recorded that was hilarious. Do you have a Ronnie Chang impression? Because everyone has a Ronnie Chang impression. <sighs> no, I can't do it without being racist. Oh, you don't have to do the eyes. <laughs> I love that you imply that's when it gets racist. Yeah. Like the voice is fine, but if you do the eyes, that's, that's of course that's what makes it racist. That's because he has a very distinguishable voice. He does, uh, and also, well, and last but not least, I had Andy Peters, who's a, a US comic who's been on the show before, who's fantastic, who I just recorded this week. And so, yeah, I mean, there's a few that I'm I'm mourning them now. Yeah. People online but, but have told like to... me that you can find like there is people who might be able to get them back yeah. get them back so I'm hoping that that would just be trolling. the case yeah, but do you really want someone trawling through all the files in your laptop is like I, I'm not suggesting that you have anything there but right. that would be my concern it's like I've just found this file full of jizz <laughs> do you know this is a fire hazard right there is an entire it's file here I don't even know how you stored how did you this? get the Jizz into the file. I mean, that's the bit that is impressive. Like, it's all in the one folder. Literally downloaded it. Right. Like, somehow. Like, you, I don't, yeah. 
My, because that's one of the most awkward moments I've ever had with my father was I'm not, my dad's a computer genius and I'm terrible. Okay. But my computer broke one of the thousand times it breaks and he came around and he was fixing it and then just opened up my internet and just went to the browsing history and there was just everything I'd ever typed in and there was just this awkward like five seconds of silence until my dad just slowly moved his mouse pointer over one of the options and just went, that one's good. <laughs> Because if there's one thing my parents love, it's making me so uncomfortable. <laughs> Just cripplingly not okay. Right. And he must have known that already when he, like, when he gets a call from you, yeah. hey, Dad, can you come around and poke around in my computer? He's he, probably he giving. He knows it's porn. He know, it's, it's always porn that's you fucked and my computer. He and your mother probably high five in the kitchen before he comes over. <laughs> He's got like, a bear on. They're like, oh, this is going to be brilliant. He's like, I'm going to poke around and make him feel so uncomfortable. <laughs> yeah, they absolutely live for it. My mum and my um, primary school sort of our leavers disco thing um we all all my all the boys came around to my house and my next door neighbor she was like the head girl and all the girls went and we were all going to walk up to the school together and we all did 20 kids at the age of 10 and my mum just leaned out the front door and threw a packet of condoms at me i was 10 years old wow <laughs> yeah just just to make because she knew everyone would laugh in my face right because my parents are bastards right oh, but all, all, also she thought like he is going to have a lot of sex tonight <laughs> <laughs> my mum thought like a lot I was he will need a, a packet a, pa- <laughs> a packet of condoms not a condom yeah yeah oh god yeah it was, yeah, it was I mean at age 10 too that, I mean you're barely out of balloons <laughs> like I mean you could take that to a party and get a clown to twist them into different shapes at that age yeah 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 I love how that's what yeah that's what she was doing she was right. like I didn't have to maybe she's just a really yeah. terrible mother and she was like I oh wanted to get you balloons I'm, I'm so gonna sorry. improvise this is all we have this is there's been it, ter- it, was, it was this or nothing well, always nothing always nothing to be honest there's been a terrible mix up this week uh, I had both the balloons and the condoms in a packet next to the bed and it turns out that your father has been clown fucking me all week long, like, story, long story short we're doing I it turned his dick into a giraffe <laughs> <laughs> yes yeah. exactly just stretching it out before like they always have to <sighs> it's a beautiful image Oh, I mean, for you, because you don't know my parents. For me, it's a horrible image. Oh, yeah, that's a that's a very good point. Um, but they do. You, you do think they revel in that? Sorry, it's taking me a little. I'm still jittery. No. I can feel it. Yeah, yeah I can feel the tension in me still. It's yeah. You've not you've not come to terms with it fully yet. No, I it's because there's still hope left. That's why. That's right. the worst part. It's because somebody's told you that they might be able to get it back. Yeah. Like, I don't want any, nothing in my life I want to... If, if I end up getting a tumor somewhere in my body, just tell me I'm going to die. Right. Because hope is so much... I'm so great at getting rid of hope. I'm fine living in a world without hope. I'm so ready for... But don't give me that, like, it's a 50-50. Just tell me I'm dead. <laughs> and then I'll be pleasantly surprised when I don't die. But don't let me think. I don't want to come to... I don't want to fucking apologize to people I hate and then find out it was wasted... And then just survive. Me like, oh fuck! Now I'm friends with that guy again because this doctor got it wrong. <laughs> That's what people don't talk about: the bad sides of surviving cancer. I mean, there there is making that, amends with people you don't want to make amends with. There is that element of it. Like I I had this recently because I'm trying not to hate anymore. Um, A- anything. 
I mean, well, I try to. I'm trying to reserve my hatred for things that deserve my hatred. Okay. Rather than wasting hatred and anger on things that, like, you know, when I'm angry at little things, what I try to think is, isn't there something bigger about this world that I should be angry about? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Instead of being, yeah, like last time we spoke about how pissed off I get uh, um, Jaden Smith. Right. I should be more pissed off about. War. Right. <laughs> and genocide. Right. We spend so much more time arguing about like Jaden Smith's tweets than we yeah. do discussing the fact that 85 people control the same amount of wealth as half the rest of the world. Yes. Yes. We should be. Like if we want to, if we want to like point the finger at fucking rich, uh, you know, entitled yeah. people, let's yeah. point the finger at those people. Yeah. Yeah. Like th- they're people that even look their no- down their noses at the Smiths. Yeah. yeah. They're people who look at the Smith family and like, go, oh. God, look at them with her fork jets. <laughs> God, how uncouth. Look at them all with their individual multi-million dollar careers. <laughs> Would you think it's because they're faceless? Do you think that's why it is? Right. Do you think the second you can put a face to something, that's when you're like, oh, now I... You can't really hate a thing until... Like, because remember there was that big old whole, whole Coney thing? Remember Coney? Remember right. when Coney was a thing? Yeah, yeah. Like, that's, he's not like the, he's not even close to the most evil person in the world. No. But for, you know, there was that fucking there was a video that yep. we all liked because we love videos. And we were like, also, well, I liked it. And I was like, mm. yes, we should stop Coney. Yeah. And then three Let's months later... Let's stop him. And then, yeah. But and then that guy turned out to be weird. Yeah, well... Wasn't he, like, masturbating on the streets or he, something? Sure. But he here's the thing. He just heard... That it was a fire hazard. And he thought the best place... <laughs> I'm just going to do it in the street. To get rid of this jizz is <laughs> in the middle of the street. Oh, I never thought... Near that, nothing flammable. Yeah, God, I never thought that it might actually be the jizz that was flammable. Right. <laughs> now I feel now I feel so much worse for coming in all of those faces. <laughs> just, oh, God. All of those faces. That's the worst part about all them. Of, all of those. All of those. Not that one faces. time. All of those faces. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So I've been trying to hate less. And um, how's it going? Well, here's what I've realised about myself. There's there's one person that is friendly with some other friends of mine who I just have no time for. Yeah. And so people were like, "Well, you're on this new thing. Like, what about this guy? Will you like kind of make amends with this guy?" Yeah. And this is as far as I've got. Is if I go to something and he's there. Yeah. Oh, that's fine. I won't leave. I won't leave. <laughs> like in the old days, I would have left. Oh, like, really? I would have. In fact, I did a gig recently where I was on yeah. and I left straight away because he was there. Wow. Because I just don't want to have to run into him and make conversation. But So wait, wait is it like you, you have a history of just, you, do you both hate each other or do, is, is he unaware that you hate him? Oh, no, no, no. It's like I always need, like, I, I'm the worst. Like, as, as in, like, I can hate somebody and if they like me, they win me over. Oh, yeah. I'm, the, I'm, the very, I'm that fickle. The very act of liking me. I'm just like. I'm like, well, they have one good quality. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, yeah. We can build on that. Yeah, we can look, build on that. Look, you've got a terrible taste in everything apart from people. Right, yeah. So, you know. You're clearly salvageable. Let's work on your strengths and ignore your weaknesses. <laughs> I, This guy, I don't. I, I, the thing that I've decided is I don't hate him anymore. Yeah. But I don't want to have to be his friend. Yeah. I draw the line at that. Like so I, I'm get rid of hate, but I'm not going to invite someone into my life like you apologizing yeah, yeah. to these people and then like not dying of cancer and then having to it's be just been like, oh, hey, I'm glad yeah. you survived. I'm like, I'm going to start smoking again. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I've just made so many bad decisions. I'm just going to fucking, I'm going to get it back. I'm going to stand beside a microwave on, the, you know on the phone. I've got some news, but I can only tell you in a solarium <laughs> while smoking a cigarette. So... <laughs> 
See, this is the thing that I admire the fact that you're giving up hatred. But pe- I, people always talk to me about anger and stuff because I hate a lot of things, irrational things, stupid things. But you're young, angry. you're meant to. Yeah, but it never occurred to me that other people didn't enjoy being angry. Oh, right. Like, I love it. Uh-huh. It's my favorite part of the day. Like, I, people were like, why are you so angry all the time? I'm like, fucking makes you feel alive yeah like I didn't realize like oh, every time I'm in traffic and I'm shouting at people and people are like are you gonna do yourself out I'm like no this is what I live for right. I love calling strangers cunts <laughs> it's my favorite thing in the this world this is my moment don't take it away from me I have me. practiced so long this is my safe space <laughs> yeah I, do you ever feel though that your anger is like wasted on the wrong things absolutely constant of course it is but that's what drives my comedy. Right. <laughs> like, it's funny that I get angry about stupid things that okay. make no sense. I absolutely agree with you. And of course yeah. it is. And that's why when I say things like this, I think it's very natural, like, when you're 15 years old, yeah. to hate bands and love bands and yeah. hate TV shows and yeah. love TV shows and, and have that everything to be black and white. Because that's where, well, that's where hatred, hatred's yeah. good if things can be black and white. Yeah, yeah, Here's yeah. the fucking problem, young when, Daniel son. When you get older, when you get older, everything's grey. Fifty shades of grey. Yeah, more than that. That's a minimum. Yeah. Like that's yeah. That sex has fifty shades. <laughs> yeah. Like yeah. sex alone has fifty shades of grey. Then we get into like things like you know seeking asylum and being refugees. There are myriad yeah. shades of grey, my friend. Like I, it's hard to know. So it's hard to be angry because you're so yeah. Because yeah, normally yeah. It is that passion of like you love something or you absolutely right. hate something. And I think Which, that's really do, important. Do you think that's why it's do you reckon that's why it's harder to fall in love the older you get? Because because mm. if you're young, you fall in love all the time. Because it's there's true. obviously I hate that person I love. I was in I fell in love seven times a week when I was a kid. It's a good point. Yeah. But the older I get, and the uh, I mean I'm only 24, but the more I sort of go through, especially in this job, traveling and you know being single and enjoying being single every day, I'm just a, good, a little bit closer to. Oh, I don't think I'm capable of loving someone anymore. Right, but that's like because you're, that's because you're going through a packet of balloons a week. <laughs> you are you are in a crazy time at the moment. Okay, no, it'll slow down. I mean, it. I think you get. I, I do think there's something about rushing into something mm-hmm. that helps. I think that the like kids. I reckon the younger you have kids, yeah. Like, in some ways, yeah. that's a good thing. Because the longer you don't have kids, the more you think about having kids. And the more you think about you having kids... You build them up too much in your head. The more, but also, the more real reasons you build up not to have them. Oh, you think yeah, through you get smarter. all the... You get too intelligent to right. have children. Right. <laughs> Which is like... It's like it's almost like the end of our species. Yeah, yeah. Is the idea if you wait long enough to decide that you are capable to be, have children... And you're like, you have them like now. You have them three weeks before you die. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, the, yeah, that's a that's a very f- fair point and makes sense because my parents. Had, I don't know. My parents had me quite. I don't know. No. My but, mom. Well, my mom was nineteen, right? When she had me, nineteen well, or yeah. twenty, right? And were you intentional? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, they'd been married a year, and like I, I was, was not the, the first. But they were twenty six. Right. The, my mom will deny that I was an accident, uh-huh. but I know I was because at the time she was diagnosed with me. I was the fact that she refers to it as that is a hint. Right, I was going to say that's uh, not language people would normally use. It's, yeah. I've got something inside me. When can you get it out? <laughs> Six months, <laughs> depending on what state you're in. <laughs> when did you stop drinking? <laughs> oh, this got dark quickly. Yay! Um, but no, like uh, she was living on a. Her and my dad were living on a houseboat in the Thames, and my mum was unemployed. I was like, so either. 
you I was an accident or I was intentional and you were the most irresponsible parents right. in the world. And we're like, oh yeah, where else would we have a baby right. other than on a boat? On a boat. Water, the in- baby's natural enemy. I mean, it's international waters. <laughs> yeah. We've got I think we'll I think this will be good for him to have a passport in international yeah, waters. Just like, like a, yeah, and yeah, I was I was I was an accident. You were not though. I wasn't. No, no, no. no. I was planned. But the, she, so mum's nineteen. Yeah. The f- like, I mean, what the fuck does anyone who's nineteen know about the world? Yeah. And she has a baby. Then she has like three kids, and she's like on a farm and stuff. And when I was, this is such an old person thing to say, but like. The way they raised you was they kept you alive. Yeah. And then when you were old enough to go and do stuff, you were just like, you looked after yourself. You were released back into the wild. Right? Yeah. They kind of, yeah, yeah. When you're old enough to get a bike until when you were old enough to, to get a car, they were your years. Yeah. Just the older you got, the more the bigger the items you could use to fuck off were. Right. <laughs> like you get you can look do a you can walk and then you start yeah. walking away and then you get a bike. Right. And then you get a car and then you're allowed to get on planes by yourself and right. then you never come home. Then you fuck off. <laughs> then you get a boat. You have a yeah. baby in international waters. Boat, yeah. Send uh, me on a raft. Yeah, so I think as you get older, you will you know, it's interesting. I think your perspectives on those on a lot of things change. Oh, of course they do. They're yeah. meant to. In It'd fact, be weird if, if they you had don't, the same opinions but, for your entire life. But that's why I'm saying when you're 24, you should be angry about the shit that 24 mm. year olds are angry about. But if you're 40 and you're still just like, my housemates give me the shits, and people are like, why do you have housemates? What are you you're doing? 40. <laughs> like, is this your job or is this like a hobby? What are we watching? <laughs> when did when did this go from a viable career option to just sad? Right. This is. I'm trying to laugh. Yeah. I have is a that, job. Is that, is that why you do more sort of? Not I'm, I'm not political stuff, but more stuff in your stand-up now that's a bit more sort of making a point. I guess so. Because I, I do that now. Because I, I always like to balance it out. Like, I'll complain about something stupid, but then I'll also make a point. Like, I'll do, like, pro-gay material mm-hmm. or pro-feminist material or anti-religion sort of stuff and all my sort of... But, but then, you know, that'll be five, ten minutes of it, and then another the 50s will be like, hey, dick jokes. Right. Whereas I these days will try to like talk about religion, yeah. and ninety minutes later, I've just made things more complicated for everybody. <laughs> <laughs> thought you were confused. Yeah. Let me make it worse. Here's some caveats you may not have thought about <laughs> that'll confuse you even further. Oh God, yeah. Yeah, I think that's well. Yeah, I, I definitely think that's where I am, and I do worry sometimes about then how do you reflect that in your comedy? Because like comedy does work in a black and white environment. Mm. Like it's much easier to say I hate this or this I is, love yeah, this, this is, or as this is to, great or this is brilliant than yeah, kind having of say, a balanced argument with yourself on stage is really because right. yeah you need the point to be. Hey, you, you guys ever noticed that things are complicated? Yeah. Anyone? Like this guy said this to me, and I was like, "You're a dick." But then the more I thought about no, it, I realized <laughs> where he was coming from, and then I thought about it in the grand scheme of things. And you know, he actually had a point. And There's then no this other person here, said this, yeah. and, they, and I thought that was really great. But then I realized later that it probably just they were probably just reinforcing yeah. my privilege, and I'd never really examined it from the opposite point of view. Yeah. Hey guys, where are you going? Come on, I'm, so, I'm sending hey. photos after the show. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> I'll get my balls out at the end. Please, I promise. Please. I promise. I promise there'll be a dick joke. There's I a callback at the end that makes can, it all worth it. I can make my dick into a representation of the political system <laughs> and the problems I see manifesting themselves. Come on, guys. It's just balls. It's, it's well, just that's, balls. It's balls. That's it's what I balls. think. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so you're in America at the moment. You're here at the San Francisco Sketch Fest. We're doing mm-hmm. a show together. The uh, the best of the Edinburgh Festival, yes, the best of the Edinburgh Comedy Festival. Yeah, which is my y- myself, yes. yourself, 
Yes. Matthew Kirshen. The best of, yep. Uh, Janine Garofalo. Yep. Dan Clark. Yep. Maeve Higgins. Yep. The uh, best... The be- of, I don't know, I, I, big shout out to anyone who was in it, Edinburgh last best, year. But, but like, this is the official. I know they gave out awards to a whole bunch of different people. <laughs> yeah. But uh, they, you wouldn't be allowed to lie. Right. You wouldn't be allowed For to lie. For marketing purposes. No, like you wouldn't be able to at all. That it would, wouldn't be able to be called the best. It's not the best like little uh, little asterisks. Yeah. Uh, asterisks. Yeah. yeah. Hey, by the way, it's I just mean, actually the, the only international people at this festival and we just put them on one yeah. lineup. Let's also ignore the fact that Daniel Sloss was technically the only person that did the Edinburgh Festival. Uh, well, you know, Will was there for a week and he did a bunch of shows so I guess that counts <laughs> and he's already here doing some other shows and Kirshen definitely there. did set list there and he's here doing set list. And Maeve Ruffalo hasn't been in four years but she knows had, of Edinburgh. She had a terrible time when she was there so I'm sure she'll like to be reminded of yeah. That yeah. time she went to that place that she didn't and really didn't enjoy. enjoy it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but the point is, we are the best. Yeah, the best of. That's official. I'm going to put on my poster for Edinburgh next year. <laughs> best the, of the best of the Edinburgh, Edinburgh Fest. San Francisco. San Francisco. <laughs> <laughs> wow, like an entire this is, an entire city. Man, this is like, I mean, fuck. Uh, yeah, so you're in America at the moment. Like you're yes. doing pilot season. You're going out for auditions yeah. and stuff. Yeah. Uh, 24 years old, young, good-looking cat. What sort of auditions do you get sent out for? Uh, annoyingly, uh, American parts. Oh uh, yeah. Know, get, but like, what? What's the? What are the characters normally? What? What like? Oh, like, what do you get cast for? Like, you know, what are they? Because oh, I've, I've not done anything. Uh-huh. I'm not really being typecast. Like a lot right. of the time, I'm going out for auditions. It is just to meet casting directors and stuff. Because sure. a lot of the parts are for Americans, and I'm not going to do an American accent because. Um, I don't want to. So there's that, right? And um, like it's always really, really weird, and they just can't get that into their head a lot of the time. They're like, "So can you do an American accent?" No. Oh, are you gonna learn? No. I mean, because here's the thing: you probably could. Yeah. Like, but but if you're a comedian, your mm. voice is your so, truth. Yeah, like, yeah, it's yeah. all about your voice. We even use the term "finding your voice" and. I know we talk about that as more like, you know, what you're talking about, about what yeah, you have yeah, to say. But, but it literally also is your voice, voice. How you say the things. I went and saw Billy Connolly like, you know, two weeks ago. Yeah. And half of it's still in how he fucking tells it. Yeah, 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 yeah. And, it, and, he, and he's kept his accent. Right. Has he kept his accent? Yeah, yeah. yeah okay, good. That would be... No, the, he did it all in an American accent. Like, that was the weird did, thing. Like that, and, and it all comes back to bite me in the ass. If Billy Connolly does, I'm like, <laughs> I guess I don't have an excuse now. <laughs> I guess I have to. Um, but yeah, this is the thing of like, a lot of the time I get it, like, they're like, oh, this part needs to be American. But right. I'm like, this part is, this is set in a college. Mm. Why can't you just make my guy Scottish? Right. Airplanes exist. They're like, yeah, it's not how we've envisioned the character. I'm like, then why are you picking me? Right. And then I don't get it. Nope. <laughs> They don't respond to that. No, they don't. Turns out, turns out casting directors are really pernickety about what they want and don't take well to suggestions no but I think those stories are great because like they're the stories that when something comes off that make you a legend because that's Russell essentially you're just saying what Russell Brand did it just worked out for him yeah, and now, like, I mean, I but then again, the, the, you, the, but that's that's an interesting point. There you go. Yeah, like if, if you're a legend, but if not, if it never works out, then I'm just an asshole. Because obviously, you know the one story of the successful time, right? But there are thousands of the other versions of stories that are just never told. Yeah, I mean, well, it's a lottery, I'm sure. <laughs> yeah. Like, I'm not, I'm not saying it's like a guaranteed, you know, one of the steps to success. But I'm just saying. But I'll be in it, over in there, especially in LA. They would have you believe that it is a guaranteed thing. That's the thing that freaks freaks me out about LA. Tell me, it's just the. Um, um, it's the you're, oh my god you, and you must have 
get it all the time. You're going to be the next big thing. You're going to be huge. You're going to be amazing. You're going to be fantastic. You're going to be so good. Next, you're also going to be great. You're going to be the next big thing. going to be there. And there's so many great stories. Um, well, nobody wants to be the person who told, you know, Russell Brand that he was an idiot and had to talk in an American accent. Yeah. Everybody wants to be the person who, I mean, I remember when I first had meetings with agents, like, you know, I go into a meeting and they're like, hey, what do you want to do? And I was like, I don't know. I'd like to do some gigs and yeah, stand know, up. see what happens. They're like, you could host the Tonight Show. It's like, like, I don't know. Oh, not, it sounds like a lot it of does pressure. Seem like a, do, you have to, do you have to do that every day? Don't, yeah, is that like, wait, two nights? Hang on, like, every, every, um, I'm not, you could host I, the Oscars. Oh, no, I don't, I don't. Would I have to watch all of the films? Yeah, I don't even like all the movies. They're like, not that great. Like, do I have to, I've got a thing. At the movies? Like, can yeah. I just watch them on the plane? Is Willow Smith going to be there? Yeah, yeah, I mean, but that is, I guess, some people love that excitement. They get promised. I mean, they. I've heard it been said before that like Hollywood can kill you with kindness because oh, totally because no one will ever tell you that you know shit. what maybe this is not going to work out for you. Yeah, yeah. Uh, well, that's that's why that's why I come over here with the attitude of like the way the way I've approached my entire career is very much that my job might end tomorrow. That's right. why, like, I'm not. I get called th- uh, thrifty by a lot of my friends. Gonna spend a lot of money. Main two things I spend money on: booze. Uh-huh. And I love just getting hammered with friends. Yep. My favorite thing in the world. And uh, the rest I just bury into my house. Right, you are really just knocking down some Scottish stereotypes. There. Yeah, totally. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm Spending really tight, and I spend my remaining money on boots. Yeah, because if realistically, <laughs> realistically, I'm like I might not have a job tomorrow, and at the very least, I can't be homeless because that's that's the last Scottish stereotype I'm trying to stave off. I don't want to be, I don't want to be homeless. I'll be the other two if it means I get to avoid the third one. <laughs> <laughs> what happened to Daniel Sloss? Well, yeah. some of the work uh, fell apart, and then he was masturbating into his computer one day, and his house burned down. down. And yeah, just ma- now he's living on the streets. He masturbated into a fire, and it just the whole house went down, and it got terrible. Masturbating into a fire—that sounds like a whole different. That does sound like a whole thing. different. Where's the weirdest place you've come? Give us a call. <laughs> <laughs> We're taking phone calls now. Yeah. Where is the weirdest? That's an interesting question. Um, okay, this is probably pretty gross and graphic for people, but good. Um, let's think of. Let's something. call this part of the show "Weeding Out the Week." Uh, okay, let's, I've once let's come go, into okay. a crisp packet. There you go. Oh, yeah. And it was just. It was. It was. I was. I was probably about seventeen or sixteen. And have you ever surprised yourself with a wank? Like, no. no? Surprise wank? How does that work? You know, sometimes you just, you know, you're there, you're at the computer, and then, you know, your subconscious kicks in, and suddenly oh. you're watching porn. Okay. And so, then, like, I'm already, my dick's in my hand. I'm not getting up to so, go pick up a, like, a t- tissue paper or whatever. So, oh, so you've made no preparation. I've made no preparation. Yeah, it wasn't like, like a yeah, fetish. It's it surprise wank. It's yeah. just like, yeah. Yeah. It right. wasn't like, oh, I'll show you salt and vinegar. Right. Like it wasn't. <laughs> <laughs> that would be the worst of all choices, too. Like, if you were going to stick your dick into a flavor, you've gone straight to salt <laughs> yeah, and vinegar? Yeah. I'm just thinking. Like, you are a sadomasochist. Yeah, it was that's, like, that's, yeah. that is like, that's the why, two that's worst why I come fire. That's right. like, <laughs> yeah, you might need to get the salt and vinegar out of your dick. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, I've, I am lucky enough, again, getting older um i'm lucky enough that i was beyond the point where everything made you 
like sexually aroused yeah. by the time the internet was in full oh, swing. Okay, so right. You- so that kind of idea that I would just get an erection that is unsexualized. <laughs> yeah, that is a distant memory of mine, my friends. <laughs> <laughs> like I re- yeah. like I remember when it happened. Yeah, I remember when you'd just be on the tram and you'd be like, "I'm gonna have to get on the for the next stop because <laughs> I can't stand up now." Yeah. The fuck is going on with my body? It's but like, that it's is like having like, a dog, like a puppy that you're just like, "What are you not stop talking to strangers?" Right, <laughs> like you don't. Be this friendly it's okay sometimes yeah but you get to a certain age and uh, luckily that was like mm. you, the internet like you make it sound like you're 75 years old like oh you get to an age where you're just holding it up with lollipop right. sticks it, and you get to <laughs> i mean I, I don't need to tell people all about this but all i'm saying is <laughs> the, at my stage even the things that do turn you on aren't meant to turn you don't, you know what i mean like you, <laughs> there's a point where you can sit on the tram for too long or just like rub against these curtains in yeah. the right way and suddenly you're like oh my god i'm erect yeah and then there's a point where you're like looking at stuff that in the old days would have made your head explode and you're and just you're like, like you Get, you getting any of these messages, Tiger? <laughs> you hearing us down there? You in a bl- you in a blind spot or something? Uh, Come on. Is this not getting through? Like, you're telling what? me I can Skype someone on the other side of the planet, but you're not getting this message? <laughs> so you saying is your dick and your brain now disagree? Ah, uh, mate, they've gone their own ways. Yeah, <laughs> they've got I, irreconcilable uh, differences. On that, okay. On that, have you had the other thing when you've got an erection and gone? Oh, really? Like that's concerning. Like I, I went two months with I had to um, I went two months without porn, oh. um, because I needed to. I'd, I didn't want okay, just a break. Well, no, I was just like you know what this probably I'd read a lot of articles about like the, the, like psychologically how it is actually you know the well, de- desensitization, desensitization and the yeah. sort of expect. Tations and all this stuff with porn, and I was like, I should probably should get up for two months, right? But also with anything, yeah. like I mean, uh, I've said it before, and it's not my saying. Everything in moderation, even moderation. Yeah. Like you should, yeah. I mean, I like to live life, and I yeah. like to, you know, be a human being and enjoy the things that human beings enjoy. But it's like food. I like to eat good food, but if you eat good food every day. single day and you don't exercise properly, you're going to get in trouble. Yeah. I like drinking, yeah. but if you drink every, every day. day, I like smoking pot, but I. I have times like when I'm in America or when I'm in a place where like pot isn't legal, I can't, and I'll just go. All right, well I've got a week this week. Yeah. Like I went to Bali for example for a week, you know, you and I just there. went. Okay, well great, I'll just have a week off because it's nice to know that you can have okay. a week yeah, off. Yeah, yeah, right? yeah. And I am, I am choosing to. Yeah. It's not. I'm not itching. I'm not. Yeah, that's all right. You have the power over it. It doesn't have the power over you. But I. But am- also, a joint would be really nice right now. Right. <laughs> <laughs> But like, there is a point. That's, where- what my, that's what my addiction to weed is. It's never like I need this. It's always just, oh, it would be good though, wouldn't it? Oh yeah, I mean definitely. But here's the thing: you don't want to do is sex. You don't want sex to get to a point where, like, when you sit down at the computer, because yeah. you're a writer as well. I think, like, I mean, if you work in a normal fucking job in an office, yeah. this probably isn't as big an issue. Yeah. You probably have a twenty minute like window a day where you can use pornography if you're that sort of person. Yeah. But like, when you're a comedian. Like, you've got your whole day. Like, you've got and to like fill the time. And, like, on Twitter. Well, that's why... And that's, you're already on the computer doing other it's things. It's right there. It's right it's there. It's right there. It's it takes everywhere. so little effort, yeah. That's what I think. And like, it's not... Like, masturbation became It's boredom. not even in a different place. Yeah. It's... 
combined with the things you're already doing. And you're just like, I can write a joke about it. Right. That makes it tax deductible. Or there'll just be some, you'll be on a news site, yeah. like news.com.au or something like that. Re- like literally, like I'm like, I'll catch up with the news and I'll read some yeah. uh, jokes and stuff. Yeah. And then I'm like, a girl gets in, like a, you know, a college girl gets in trouble for filming porno in library. Well, glad and then that was the story. Like, yeah, yeah. You're like, oh, well, I guess I get better. God. <laughs> It's research, guys. It's research. <laughs> oh, shit. I don't know what happened. I was researching. I, my I was computer caught on so fire. Many jokes. Oh. Yeah. But yeah, it was. Um, uh, so yeah, so I there is. A, you don't want it to become just the thing you do. You you want to have. Oh yeah, and that's the same with drugs or alcohol, or whatever. Because yeah. then the joy of those things goes away. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You want to keep it to a level where you sort of. Because also, I felt, yeah, I also, I've worked, I've got a very low sex drive. I feel like that's not true. Well, okay. No, I think, it, like. Because you talk about sex heaps. I do, but that's just because. Well, probably an amount, the same amount a 24 year old boy does. Yeah, like, but I, I have sex. I have, you yeah. know, <laughs> I have, a, I do well for myself. Yes. Um, but I just, there's some points where, like, it's, when I say sex drive, I mean like I'm always good for one, uh-huh. but two maybe. But after I'm just like I'm all I'm just I'm done now. Like let's no more. Oh, you mean like as in like in a night or whatever? Yeah, yeah. I mean just put like fuck man. But, I, no, but like whenever I watch like whenever I hear about other like young people talking, it's like oh then we had like sex like nine times a night. I'm like, dude, I would be bored by then. Of- I imagine people who are having sex nine times a night like are coming like like I I, I want a time. Yeah, I, don't, I want it like I want a time period. I don't want like how many times you had sex. What does that even fucking mean? We had sex nine times. That yeah. means you stopped eight times. <laughs> fucking big deal. Yeah. Just do it all in a row. Just keep going. Like just forever. Make it a marathon. Right. Yeah. Okay. Like, I mean, I could say to you, like, I can do my like. Okay. Let's put it in comedy terms, right? Yeah, let's do it. I can go and do like uh, my show at the Opera House, right? Yeah. Goes for 70, 80, 90 minutes, yeah. right? Or I can go and do like I can come up to you and go oh did ten spots tonight yeah ten yeah, spots okay. yeah yeah right. but ten five spots each actually yeah. like less than I did with my one yeah, show that yeah. I did that okay right yeah I don't it's, need your fucking amount of times it's really horrible that, that children you managed to explain that so perfectly to me <laughs> like that's just the you uh, you just went I went oh yeah okay done that's I have no further points. You've literally put it in the simplest terms for my tiny comedian brain to process. It's my new, it's my new podcast. Let me to ex- explain things to you as if you're stupid. Oh, well, because I, I totally agree with that. Because that's the thing I find weird about coming out here and doing stand up. And like, I, I used to get really sort of nervous out here because all the c- comedians out here were like, "Oh man, I get up like two or three times a night, doing yeah. ten times a week." And I was like, "Fuck!" Like in the UK, I'm getting up maybe once twice a week when I'm at home and then right. I'll do tour and stuff when I'm up every night but and then I realised oh, you guys are doing the same 10, min- 10 minute bits like I do a new hour right. every year every year so like you guys have been like oh I'm doing get up three times a night I'm like yeah. you're doing the same 15 right. I'm doing a new hour every year and it was when I, I had months of like oh god I'm never going to be as good as these American comics because they're getting up so often and then my mate was like how many hours have they done and I was like oh okay good. oh thank god okay so it's not that I'm uh, I'm doing more than them, but it is sort of the same amount. Because I always say that doing 
like the Edinburgh Festival or any sort of festival you're doing a solo show is the equivalent to two years on the circuit at least. Right. And also, here's the thing, to take it back to the sex analogy, then, okay, let's yes. flip it back the other way. What they're doing is like they're having the same sex. Yeah. Like... 10 minute sex just missionary the same all sex. the time the missionary all the time now they're getting really fucking good at missionary yeah really like they are nailing missionary, missionary. but you're doing like doggy and everything like you're doing all, all the two positions <laughs> <laughs> oh we really so sometimes if, if there was any females <laughs> listening to this or men who were attracted to us in any way it just left their head any fantasies of fucking either of us was just ruined as we just went through or went Oh, doggy missionary, you know, and then there wasn't a comfortable. Then... You spooning one combinations of the two. Yeah, <laughs> switching reverse missionary. <laughs> what's but, what's the number one? But my point is that I do think that that's what like doing hour long shows and stuff are like. Is that you're you are trying everything and you're trying to combine it all mm. together, and then after doing a year of that, you might go well next year. I'm gonna like go over here and do it a bit differently yeah. like this because yeah. you're like I want to try new things you know yeah. so and to keep it in the comedy terms as well and to take it back to sex is uh, I always get the girl to flash me five minutes before I need to be done just five minutes <laughs> just give me a five minute light just so we can combine this yeah. I mean I'll have my phone here because I'm yeah, recording yeah. I'm it just re- uh, <laughs> <laughs> I mean I don't listen I'm, back to the yeah, hall yeah. but if something good really happens yeah, yeah, or if something yeah it just I take it out and my mum's here normally, she likes to support me <laughs> if I normally look she comes to all these things but um, she writes the blog yeah, she's so, a big fan I'm she's, sorry I sold could tickets could she get a couple of snaps for Instagram Instagram. It's just for Instagram. Could you hashtag it? If yeah. We're just trying to get some stuff going tag viral. Yeah. <laughs> don't tag her in. Just on Instagram. It's a oh, whole... No, wait. Well, you said don't tag her in. I took that. Yeah. The... Oh, okay. Yeah, no, disgusting. I missed that. Okay, good. <laughs> Sorry. My, I, it got too... Because it's a disgusting thought, my brain was like, no, he doesn't mean that. Oh, no, he does. And now I'm sad. <laughs> yeah, but I was just going to say it and move on and you decided yeah. to wallow around I in did. it. Um, Oedipus complex. Yes. So uh, your mother, by the way, haven't lost uh, an episode of the podcast with her, but uh, she does... She is... Uh, my most requested guest on the podcast. Oh, well, it, where, are, you, are you over in Edinburgh this year? Well, I mean, like, as one of the best of the Edinburgh Fest, You've got to I return. assume that I will just get a, an invite back. An invite back. back. And, you know, yeah, be put up. I'm the same. That's why I live in Edinburgh. Because right. they don't want to. <laughs> but just because I'm the best, they need me there. <laughs> right, exactly. Um, but if you are in uh, Edinburgh, if you're doing the festival again, I'll come on with her. Yeah, that'd be good. And uh, yeah. People love her. Yeah, we'll get. She won't smoke. Oh, she might, no, I don't think she will. Will she? I don't know. Be weird to get stoned <laughs> with my mother. Yeah, that that. Would, I don't think she's. She must have done. I, so I went home at uh, Christmas to the farm, hmm. and uh, I um, snuck out, uh, like to have a yeah. a joint, and like the whole time I just felt so ridiculous yeah. because I'm. A, I'm 40 years old. <laughs> well, I'm 41 now, but I was 40 at the time, and uh, I'm a man. And, and I, I can, can do my own things. But you're still hiding it from your mum. But also, it was in the fucking paper. Like, yeah. everyone knows oh, yeah. I smoke pot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, like, it's, like who am I hiding this from? Like, who am I hiding like, it from? Th- you're going through the motions. Like, literally, I'm, it was in the newspaper yeah, yeah. that my parents read. Yeah. And yet, I'm still like, like I'm just going to go for a, a walk. <laughs> At yeah. night in the dark on a farm? Yeah. My mum, yeah, the exact same thing. <laughs> like, I'll hide weed when my parents come over. Right. But they know what my weed box looks like. And they're like, 
I don't know who I'm lying to anymore. I'm lying to myself is what it is. Like, it's trying to keep up that thing of like, I can still be the innocent kid. I've not become an adult yet. Well, I don't think you have to rub it in their faces. I mean, it's harder when you... Because that's the worst way to smoke it. That's why... (laughs) (laughs) They're not getting any of the facts. Their faces are sticky. I'm wasting marijuana. (laughs) But they've never done it, so they're idiots. They just think that's how you smoke it. They're like, I've got a really high tolerance. Yeah, this is cool. I'm I'm doing heaps of marijuana, and I'm still fine. I am doing so much of the pot. I am like, seriously. Not even high. Yeah, I'm not not even high. Didn't even get the munchies. And he like rubbed a whole bag of it on my face. Just in my face. Like all over my face. I don't know why they call it off your face, because it was on on your face. face. That's... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> um, okay uh, So did you do gigs On the weekend Oh yeah I was in Madison So tell me about Madison Madison Wisconsin right Madison Wisconsin yeah uh, So uh, where is Madison Wisconsin For people who don't know Wisconsin It's Midwest America Yes yeah. uh, like Paint a, a picture Is what two, I'm asking It's about a two hour drive From Chicago it's Okay like Two hours north Of Chicago Alright and did you fly Into Madison though Is that how it works Madison, Okay yeah, yeah. And how big's Madison Do you reckon um, I think it's like 250,000, but it's a big college town. Okay. Like, there's like nice. 20 colleges there. So, okay, beautiful. I like it. Yeah, so, so it's a great comedy town. Okay, brilliant. And um, it, the, what's the club? Com- comedy on stage. Comedy on stage. I hear yeah. such good things yeah, about that club. Yeah, uh, it's one of the best clubs I've ever played. Like, yeah. it's one of the ones where my mate Kai, you know, could you know Kai? I do, of course, yeah. yeah. Kai's got one of my favorite sayings when it comes to sort of clubs like that is... Uh, Kai was on the podcast, but we lost it. Yeah. <laughs> no, no, I'm going to say that about everybody now. Yeah, like, yeah. yeah, we did an episode yeah, with Bill buddy, Cosby, yeah. but... And he actually admitted the whole thing, but I'm so <laughs> sorry. I'm really sorry. Just, just uh, oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> well, Kai was on the podcast, admitted the whole Bill Cosby thing. Bill Cosby thing, yeah. yeah that's right, yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah, Kai's phrase was, uh, it was one of the one of the clubs where I wasn't doing my job, I was doing my hobby. Ah, oh, yeah, nice. Okay. So that sort of thing. That sort of yeah, that's really it perfectly. And what's the, like, what do you do when you're on tour during the day? Like, what, what do you, do you go and see a bit of the city or do you like... No, I'm such a shit tourist. Like, I we did a European tour last year and I, like, and I'm to like 16 different countries over 20 days. And just some days I went around, like when I was in Estonia, I went around Lithuania, sort of looked around. But I was in France and I... I it sounds hard. I fucking hate France. I've been there several times. I've never had a fun experience. I, what is it that you hate about France? They are just the most beautiful, cheese-eating, no wine-drinking people on the planet. No, the Parisians are just angry like, about everything. Le they're con- your people. Lacantos. They're your people. They're Daniel. not my people. They're angry as well. Yeah, no, but they're not. But they're angry at me, and I can't relate to that. <laughs> <laughs> They were angry at me for not speaking their language. Right, yeah. How but, inconsiderate but, like, of them. I was in a taxi and uh-huh. the guy that was driving us, like literally everything he said, every breath he took was a sigh. He was, oh. I'm like, I'm sorry that I'm making you do your job. Is there and a- no the uh, I I can't stand it. Uh, but yeah, Kai was like, should we go out and see things? I'm like, if you want to see the Eiffel Tower, mate, fucking Google it, okay? You'll get better pictures. You can see it all from different... Go on Google Earth, mate. Fucking check out the like the Arc de Triomphe, all that. Why do you need to fucking see it? You know what it looks like. 
I don't get that. I don't get the touristy side of things. Uh, that's an interesting get... angle for a person who works in uh, live performance. Yes. Which is on the very proviso that people will get off their ass away from their screen and get out hey. of the house to go and watch something and see something. Do as I say, not You're as just I do. Like, <laughs> fucking, just Google me on YouTube. Yeah. Why are you fuckers even at this show? Yeah, you know, this you... is widely available for free what on are the you, internet. Yeah. Why are you asking guys? No, shit. No, I haven't thought this through. Yeah. No, no, no. Like, I'm fully aware I'm wrong. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, cool. As, as long as you're like, fully aware yeah. you're wrong. That's... Like if I, when I, if I yeah. ever write an autobiography, yeah. that's what it's going to be called. I'm fully aware I'm, I'm wrong. fully aware I'm wrong. Whenever I say stuff and people are like, that's so wrong, I'm like, yeah. Yeah. But, no, I mean, it's, but then again, uh, and to prove myself wrong, when I did go around Lithuania and Estonia and stuff, it did blow my mind. And right. I was like, fuck, this is beautiful. Why don't I do this more? Right. But that's because Lithuanian people and Estonian people aren't bags of shits like the French are. Wow. I don't know if we have any French listeners. I've always... Well, I hope they're gone now. Well, here's the thing. Like, you're not here every week, Daniel. I'd like to keep my audience. <laughs> they can just not listen to your episodes. <laughs> I uh, No, I'd like to have an audience in France. Like, I don't think I could go and do one of those, like, uh, Eddie Izzard things where I went and did a show there. But if there was, like, I'd love to go and do a show. I, I mean, I... Here's the thing. Maybe the European... Like, the, the European English... Jewish- Great. Yeah, but the English, Scottish, like I know, I know it's not the same thing, by the yeah. way, but like that experience of being so close to, to France yeah. and like the two countries have a different kind of relationship. Yeah. Right, in the same way as Australians and New Zealanders have a complicated relationship, even though New Zealand is one of the most amazing yeah, yeah, fucking yeah. countries yeah. in the entire world. One of my favorites. Right. Yep. Great fucking people. And That's not to say, but it's a, I also love Australia. Obviously, I wouldn't. Right. Keep going. No, but New Zealand is a fucking great country. It's progressive. It's beautiful. Mm. Like the great, great sense it's of like humor. It's like a harder version of Scotland. Uh, like it's just. This is not a sentence that I've ever uh, would ever say myself, but I think it. I heard someone else say it, and it amuses me. And I think yeah. of it every time I think about New Zealand. I think I'm stealing this from uh, Kate Langbrook. Maybe I think uh, if I'm going to get this right, the Australian uh, uh, radio performer okay. and comedian. Uh, she said her best mates from New Zealand, and she said uh, about girls from New Zealand, you pat them on the head and their pants fall off. <laughs> <laughs> And I just, I just, there's something about that image of you pat them on the head and their pants fall off that just, amuses me wait, I don't and makes get, me love New wait, Zealand so much. I don't get it. Like, because, because, okay, here's, okay. this is going to make me sound like no, an idiot. Go, go. Okay. So I've got two cho- yep. in my head. Like, that's all it takes. Like, they're very promiscuous yep. and, and that, any, like, so that's fun. They're right. fun. They're free living. Is that yes. what it's meant to be? Yeah, that's what it's meant to be. Okay, because the other version is way more stupid. Which, which is? Which is just, they don't wear tight trousers. <laughs> <laughs> or belts. And by tapping them on the head, <laughs> trousers. They are just a country without belts. belts. And that's... I was like, those are really weird... You don't remember the indigenous well, that that I think about of... I don't remember seeing belts. There. Did you see a belt or suspenders the whole time you were there? They I, cannot keep their pants up. I did not. That is, it, that, constantly, they're like, Peter Jackson, stop making Hobbit movies. God. Make belts. <laughs> Please. Turn Weta into a belt factory. That's all we need. People keep patting us on our head. And, our and now off. they think we're promiscuous. That was one of the things that the second it left my mouth, I went, oh, I'm a fucking idiot. Yeah. <laughs> I'm a fucking idiot. Excuse me, did your pants just fall off because I... you don't have a belt? 
And I think the pat them on the head, like, is like, I mean, I'm you're obviously not meant mm. to literally pat them on the head, but yes. I think that it's meant to, the expression is meant to mean you show them Andy, some attention and, and they're, bang, yeah. they go. Because I, 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 so I, I went to Queenstown, so I didn't meet any New Zealanders. Oh, yeah, right. Like, I went to the other side of the world. I, I, I was over with a friend who lives in Australia, and we went out to Queenstown together, and I hadn't seen him in a while, and uh, we went to this uh, hostel. And he was just—he was like, "Oh, how things going? It's really it's nice for you to be over this side of the world." And we walked into a B and B, and then the thickest Scottish accent. We walked through, just went, "Are you Daniel Sloss?" Right. And my friend went, "Fuck this! <laughs> <laughs> it's the other side of the world, right?" And uh, yeah, it turns out the girl lived two doors, like pretty much two doors down from me. Tiny, tiny world. Well, that's what happens. Yeah. Uh, I uh, we got to finish up in a minute because we've got to go to the best of the Edinburgh Fest. Which we because we are the best. We are the best. Should we get the dinner Edinburgh first? Fest. Have you eaten? Were you eating just before? Yeah, but I, I was so hungover. Like that's my first thing of the day. Oh, right. So now you need another meal. Yeah. That we only because you ate immediately before this podcast. I did. Uh, he's well, no, because here's what I'm going to do. Yeah. People at home love to hear this shit. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to put this podcast on my computer and make sure and that it's somewhere it. safe. Yeah. Uh, the second thing that I'm going to do is uh, I'm going to pack up this room, oh, yeah, which is a bit of a mess. I've made a mess in 24 hours. You have. You said that. You you commented on. I uh, but but not not commented in a negative way. Commented no. in a brother in arms sort of thing. Sure. Like I'm so glad I'm not the only person that will. And when I say destroy a hotel room, I don't mean like draw on the walls or smash a TV. Oh no, I drew that entire mural. Oh, did you? Okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's oh wow! Okay, it's a very good visual joke for this room. Yeah, that's very, an impressive it, mural on the yeah, wall. It has ripped two yeah. two people. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so because I'm going to drive back to LA tonight. Yeah. So post our gig, I'm going to drive back to LA because uh, tomorrow is the big nerd melt yeah. show, yeah. and I need to kind of do some setup and stuff for yeah. that. So I'm going to get everything ready and then uh, go to the gig and then drive back tonight. Sure. That's my plan. Yep. Uh, okay, so uh, we'll finish this up. Uh, it's because we'll keep it tight and you know you're gonna you've got to eat again you're a young growing man I am I also love that see that's another thing about being young which is yeah. just great is yeah. that you can just go let's have another meal let's do it again well it's because I sometimes I, I have a meal when you're 41 sometimes yeah. you have a meal and you go oh great now I can eat again on Thursday <laughs> <laughs> You're like, I've talked for 45 minutes oh, I God. deserve more food I bring it a, to yeah. me I see I'm not a big foodie though like I'm a really I don't care about food that much again really knocking down those Scottish I know, stereotypes really, like, I don't eat vegetables don't eat vegetables no at all no like do you eat fruit yeah yeah I'll eat some fruit like then. okay what would you what's your day just give me an example of what of like what's a day like, what did you eat yesterday right. today's a bit of a weird day but yeah, so yeah. what did well, you eat yesterday yesterday was, yesterday was worse because I was also hungover that was literally a burger and then pizza uh, burger and pizza But a standard day In the life That's of like You ate burger and pizza In the same day Yeah I can't eat burger and pizza In the same month <laughs> <laughs> I'm like I had pizza last month so I get a burger uh, this month Because I'll die I'll right. actually die This is it Sorry um, I wake up And breakfast I'll just um, Wait, yeah, what, toast, What's your standard breakfast? Toast Toast Yep Like toast and apple Water Apple, like, like apples, fruit, good. Yeah, banana, banana. Okay, well that's um, good. That's it, your yeah. day started. Okay, that's yeah, two of the well. that's two of the five things from the food pyramid at yeah. breakfast. So what happens at lunch? Standard lunch. What's your standard lunch? Like uh, just this is like a a day on a plate. 
Have you ever yeah. seen those in like the Sunday no. magazines? They'll get some celebrity and they, they will have like what times and what they eat for yeah. the day and it's called my day on a plate or whatever. So this is like your your day on a plate. So you've got up, you've had a banana and an apple and some yeah. water. It also depends what the some day toast. is. Like if I, if what I'm do you have on your toast? Uh, pate. <laughs> Which I recently... You are... Eating pate on toast for breakfast? Why is this a problem? You're the second person that said this. Actually, a French friend of mine, a French friend of mine was over and uh, I had toast with pate in the morning. He's like, what are you, a fucking animal? Right, and that's a French person. Yeah. Like, they're the people that, if I saw a French person eat pate on toast for breakfast, I'd be like, that is delightfully French. But when I say you eat pate on toast, I'm like, what, I, what, what are you eating? I love pate. It's really nice. And it's terrible. Or Vegemite. I mean, or Vegemite. I don't like to um, uh, be this person because I'm not mm. this person. Mm. But like of all the things that you shouldn't be eating in the name of animal cruelty, pate is yeah. right up on the fucking top of the oh, list. Oh, yeah, totally. I'm fully it's aware. It's terrible. But the pain is delicious. <laughs> <laughs> I can... I feel like I can like, taste the pain. Like, it's one of those things like whenever I talk to a vegetarian or a vegan, I'm like, dude... All of your arguments, I agree 100% with. Uh, but my counter-argument is steak. Right. And it's not a strong argument. I know I'm wrong. Every time I eat food, I'm like, this is shitty because they're kept in horrible conditions. And I know all of the facts. But fucking yum. So fuck you. That's I've, it. Eaten, like, <laughs> I've eaten so much pate, I feel like I've been force-fed. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I am moron foie gras. Okay, no, I understand. Okay, I get that. Because once you make the choice, it, it's interesting also. Sometimes I do find it interesting, you know, people draw their lines in very unusual places. Yeah. They're like, well, I never eat pate. And you're like, well, you're eating that fucking bucket of chicken. That, yeah, like, we think not, that's uh, any better yeah. condition. Yeah. Yeah, you've drawn your line. At a, well, that's why I was, when we were in uh, Iceland, I ate um, oh, horse and whale. And I originally, I was like, no, I'm not going to eat those. And my friend was like, why? And I was like, oh, I have to now. Otherwise, I'm like, Hypocritical shitbox. Right, so tell me, how did you eat the horse? Uh, I had to chase it down first. Right. Uh, <laughs> it was one of the ones that lost, that like broke its leg in the race. <laughs> it's, like, it's like the lobster, you can pick it. Yeah, yeah. Like, I like that one. I was like, the one that came in second. S- second to last. Yeah, yeah. Second to last. I like <laughs> yeah. that one, please. It's, yeah, um, yeah, it was just a medium rare cooked. Yeah. So a steak? Is it just like a horse yeah, steak? Yeah, it looks with untaste at the end. And yeah. I mean, that's quite common horse. Like, yeah. I mean, people eat horse all over the world. Um, whale. Whale was... What was that like? Um, ugh, like, I'm not a massive fan of seafood. Like, I gave it a go. Is whale seafood? I mean, I know the whale... <laughs> I know you're looking at me like I'm a fucking idiot. I am looking is, at you like you're a Is seafood idiot. technically food that comes from, like, the sea? Yes, is that what seafood is? <laughs> I mean, I guess, <laughs> I guess you're right. Well, I are mean, you the same sort of person that went? I wonder what snakes on a plane is about. <laughs> Where does this seafood come from? Why is it wet? Why is all this seafood wet? I don't understand why my seafood is wet. No, I guess you're right. I was thinking more of the fact that a whale is a mammal. Okay. And that isn't like a fish. Do you know what okay. I mean? Like, and well, I kind of think of seafood as fish, but at the same time, you're right. It's like prawns and all sorts of stuff. Yeah. It's food from the sea. It's oysters are seafood, right? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. And I don't even know what the fuck they are. I've never, I couldn't do it. Mussels. Mussels. I mean, I've tried all this. Like when I ate meat, like, you know, yeah. I tried everything, so I'm not. You know, oh, you're not. Oh, wait, you're not. Was the, I wasn't born vegetarian, no. Press kibbutz. Oh, I was that for a while. I transitioned. Press Is that press Pes- pe- uh, Presbyterian. <laughs> pescatarian, pescatarian, yeah, but pests. Uh, fish and chipocrit. 
Um, fish and what? Fish and people who eat fish. Oh, who, yeah. who think they're vegetarian. Oh, people okay. say, I'm a vegetarian, but I eat fish. No, you're a fish and chip group. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, that was what I was for a while. Yeah. I was transitioning into full-blown vegetarianism okay. at the time. See, I reckon I... I eased into it. I, I reckon I'm probably... I see nothing as I hate vegetables too much. I, wish, I, I mean, I really like the idea of being vegetarian, but I won't be able to... Do you know Carl Donnelly? Yeah, of course. Yeah, Carl Donnelly, he's a vegetarian. I had uh, Carl Donnelly on the podcast, but I lost it, Did unfortunately. You know, Very funny shit. episode. Yeah. Fuck. Big shout out to Carl. Apologies for that. <laughs> uh, he apparently smoked uh, DMT, and then when he came out, it was like, oh, I'm vegetarian now. Yeah, I could see that. Yeah. I could, that makes sense. I can understand. But I smoked DMT and came out and said, uh, yeah, I'm still vegetarian. <laughs> <laughs> I smoked DMT and was like, this is not even close to for me. It freaked me out. Like, really? Not for, not for me. Uh, too, uh, I worked out what it was. Too young. I take life too seriously. Uh-huh. Uh, and it was just, it was so, because obviously it's very visual. Uh, it's 50 minutes and I did sort of have that sort of experience where there was these beings talking to me. And it was so real that when I came out with it, I was like, fuck all of that. Too real. Too real. Nope. Not doing it. Not for me. So maybe in a couple of years I'll probably do it again. But I remember just... I mean, it wasn't scary. Like, it's impossible to be terrified uh-huh. on it. It's the most calming thing. Right. But, yeah. No, no, too much information. Yeah, too much. Too much. Too much counteracting stuff. And I mean, and all the questions that this brings up, I'm not sure. I'm Like, I'm not sure I'm... Like... And I'm not, spir- I'm not a spiritual person, but... I've, th- I've thought, ab- doing I've thought it, about I that experience. Well, I've had a couple of experiences, but one particular experience I've thought about... Um, Every day since it happened. Yeah. And I don't know how I would have handled, like, whatever it is that I'm trying to fucking learn out of it, like, yeah. when I was young. Like, I mean, I understand what you mean. I've said it to friends. I, like, when they say, should I try it or not? I said, oh, you've got to be ready really, really, for really. to have your mind literally fucking blown. Yeah, it's going to... But also, funnily enough, you'll. I hope you'll enjoy this. I th- One of the things, so I had this experience, and there is a point... Like where I came, like where I came out of it, the, the, this one particular time I did it with these people who it's their work yeah. and they've been really doing it and they do it in a particular way and there's a whole process. Oh, it's, it's like the kind of process. Almost, yeah, 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 yeah. And it's almost like a combination between the ayahuasca experience and the DMT experience, the way they do it. And yeah. I had, even by their standards, like they were like, oh wow, that was like something happened. Yeah, and it did. And it was like, it, like I call it a mind blowing experience because I literally felt like I had my mind blown, my perspective changed on everything. Yeah. But at the same time, one of the things that has been able to like, cause I, but I'm also like, because I said to them afterwards when I was done, I said, have you ruined me? Yeah. Like, did I come to this place and you've shown me something that has just like completely yeah. blown my mind on how I think everything fucking works? Because if you have, you've ruined me. Yeah, how yeah. do I go back to my life and my job and my ideas and my work when you've shown me fucking this? Yeah. But the thing that has got me back to all those things is your dad. Your dad has got me like your dad's words have rung in my ears every time I'm like like which is yeah but you're on drugs yeah you told me about this last time and every time I'm like but did you, those creatures and the yeah, thing and what does that mean and then I just hear your dad who I've never met no no, no but but I just remember that going yes because you were on drugs my dad's thing about dad too was like yeah that's what happened when yeah. you smoke dreams right. <laughs> Like, you're literally smoking dreams, you fucking idiot. Like, and I've fucked my dad, uh, but because I've got a friend who's really into sort of DMT and stuff, and he was talking to my dad, and he said, My dad's not a spiritual man. That's what happens when you smoke, smoke dreams. Of course, it's going to fuck with your head. <laughs> but 
I've got the two sides of things. So I've got my friend Milo who's into the whole spiritual fucking side yeah. of thing, and then my dad there who's literally able to step by step explain every part of it. Like right. I'll I'll talk about the visuals or you listen to Milo talking about the visuals, and my dad'll be like, Yeah, here's because that's how light reflat refracts in your eyeball right. to come in there. And what that is is you step I mean, you go God, God, you really can't, you can't explain it all with science. Right. You really can't. But on the same, so I've got that side of my dad in my head going like, of course. But then I also, and it's the most hippie thing I'll say, I know what I felt, man. Right. <laughs> oh, of course. Right. <laughs> like, that even our brain, here's the thing that I take away from it, is that, that, it, that to know that our brains are even capable of creating the images and that's ideas. That's what blew my mind. That alone. Even S- if it is just our brain on drugs. What I, what I saw... It's amazing. It's amazing that my brain. It's could amazing do that. that my brain could do that. But either that's it, the best thing my brain's ever done. Yeah, <laughs> like so. Both options are good. Either one, right. it, there is spirituality, and it is this thing that you transport to another universe, and you meet all these bit blah blah blah. Or fucking hell, my brain has good graphics. Right, like it's better than the PlayStation Four and the Xbox One up there. It's amazing. Why is my brain capable of all this? Yeah. and yet I can fucking erase seven podcasts. <laughs> yeah. Come on, brain, just a little bit back here. All right, we, we need yeah. to finish because you've got to go. Well, we've both got to go to gigs and stuff. Yeah, uh, all right, okay. Um, so, Daniel Soss, firstly, you can people can see you tonight uh, at Nerd Melt. There will be, well, basically, here's what happened get on the, the list if you want to be guaranteed a ticket, but there'll probably be some tickets at the door as well. So, if people are hearing this today and think, can we rock down? Uh, we'll fit everyone in, I'm sure. So, uh, nine o'clock tonight, uh, the Faux Fangers show, it's going to be huge. But uh, if you are not uh, coming out tonight, um, Daniel, where can people find you? Uh, I'm on the the Twitter sphere, yep. just Daniel, Daniel underscore Sloss. Daniel underscore Sloss. That's right. I'm on the Facebook, and I'm doing a bunch of gigs in America. I'm doing a couple of little roundabout LA, like UCB, and doing Setless and Nerd Mountain, some of the stuff. Where can people find those? Is some... It's all on my Facebook page. Okay, perfect. And then I'm also doing uh, Denver Comedy Works, oh, uh, which is uh, speaking of best. amazing clubs. Have yeah. you been there before? Yeah, I did it last year. Okay, and cool. it's one of the other ones. I would say, yeah, yeah, yeah. Comedy on state equally as good. Yeah. Like, well, well, that Comedy Works gig's as good as any gig and in the country. The best, yeah. so, that's, so I'm doing that yeah. Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday. And then in two weeks, I'm in Cleveland, Ohio. Okay, brilliant. I have, uh, are you, where are you in Cleveland? At Hilarities? Yeah. In Cleveland? Okay, you have a good? good time there as well. Yeah. They're a great crew. Yeah. Like, you know, it's a bit more Cleveland, you yeah. know, the, the gigs. Like, I mean, we're just, like, it's not, uh, it's not Denver. Okay. And it's, you know, it's not going to be that. But the fucking club is amazing. Okay. There'll be heaps of people there because they just run a great room and there's yeah. great people there all the time. But a bit and more... they will look after you yeah. and you will do great. Okay. But it's not Comedy Works in Denver <laughs> okay. for gigs. Yeah, yeah. But for the actual how they look after you and how, what a good time you'll have. Yeah. It'll be oh, brilliant. Sweet, you'll sweet. have a really, really good time. They're a wonderful crew there. Uh, all right. I uh, am uh, doing the Freewheel Tour, Adelaide, uh, Brisbane and Melbourne. Um, so uh, please come and see those shows. Uh, that'll be my brand new show. And the DVD is out at the end of uh, March, which which is, of course, the Illuminati show that we taped at the Opera House on January 19. Uh, January 19. I have uh, gigs in LA as well, but they'll just be on my Twitter and Facebook, but mostly I'm just going to lock myself in my apartment and write this new show, and hopefully somebody with expertise will be able to find those podcasts for me. Yeah, fingers crossed. Don't lose this one. Thanks, Daniel. <laughs>